It's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m. Good morning. What's up, Joe? It's Jordan. This is the uh, 8 a.m. shift. That was all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? So you had some thoughts about the Oscars. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess mostly um, with the Oscars upon us, uh, I think one of the big um, conversations people have uh, had around at least this year's Oscars is the uh, nomination of Black Panther. Uh, one, it's... Um, Sort of, a, at least for the Oscars, like a, like a monumental thing. Like uh, I think it's the first comic book movie uh, ever nominated for Best Picture. Right, right. Um, but there's a lot, you know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, mixed feelings as to whether uh, Black Panther should be nominated or not. So I figured, uh, you know, let's toss our hats in the ring here. And I, I mean, I have a feeling I know which way both of us are going to lie. But yeah, um, I mean, but, you yeah. know, it's to me. For a long time, uh, things were not fair in the Academy Awards. Yeah, for a long, for a very time. long time. And I'm not saying that the fact that, you know, I'm not, not just because of like, uh, you know, certain movies getting not getting acknowledgement. Like I admit, like during the whole, uh, you know, Oscar so white uh, campaign, still funny, which is still funny. Um, while I think there were a lot of salient points, I will admit that year around that 2015, 2016 year, there really weren't that many great movies with POCs that I would say like you should totally right. You know, even I mean, listen, like Straight Outta Compton was. A good film, but not not best picture. I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know about best picture. Um, but yeah, so, but like, let's let's face it. If the Punisher is never going to get a you know Emmy award, <laughs> you know, we have to rectify that in, in other ways too. We and, must and rectify and that. Now that the Punisher has been canceled. Ugh. Sorry, Jordan. And, and how how are you feeling? I, man, like it, it was it was bound to happen. Like we we dropped a great episode, the last episode, the Punisher episode. That's right. And around and the same time that we dropped that, like within several days, come to find out that the Punisher and Jessica Jones are now canceled. <laughs> Marvel people will know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean that was bound to happen, you know, but. You know, I I guess the thing is, you know, what is Oscar worthy, right? Like, is the film good enough to be nominated? And like you mentioned, uh, around that time of Oscar So White, there may not have been a lot of films uh, with, you know, P whether it be POC actors or, or, or directors, filmmakers behind right, right. the project that was necessarily, say, Oscar worthy. Right. Uh, I'm doing air quotes here. <laughs> um, the... The thing that still needed to change was that it wasn't necessarily that POCs weren't capable of making films that are Oscar-worthy. They weren't be get, being given the opportunities, right, right? right? So even you know, even though that year maybe there weren't some films that that were necessarily Oscar-worthy, it still opened up the doors for these talented filmmakers, POC filmmakers, to now have the opportunity to make films that can be recognized and will be recognized by the Oscars. Right. And let's be clear. So Creed 1 came out in 2015. 
Uh, yeah, I believe so. And that didn't get uh, Best Picture nom, right? No, which is still mind-boggling. Yeah, so it had right. nominations. Like uh, Stallone was up that year uh, for supporting actor in Lost, which is insane. He should have won for that. <laughs> but but uh, should have won for the original for Rocky Four. <laughs> The original, the original Rocky IV. <laughs> For Rocky IV. All montages. All montages. Best actor. He has best stare out of car window. Best look up at snowy mountain. Be- best <laughs> robot ever. Best robot. Best robot ever. That might be the best robot ever. <laughs> hey, Paulie. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, to be honest, like... I thought Creed should have been up for Best Picture. Yeah, this now. is Cooler's comeback. This is his, you know, this is his, uh, you know, this is his like comeback at the industry. Like, right. you know, like yo, you you spited me for having arguably one of the best boxing movies ever. Y'all 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 didn't feel that. <laughs> y'all didn't feel that. Well, guess what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna hit you with the with the haiku and just like you know what I mean. And, and then, <laughs> hit you with the uppercut. You know, and then. Got him with that, you know. Got him with that, with the, you know, with the with the Wakanda, you know, martial <laughs> arts tactics, if you will. You know, and it's funny because now, yeah, you like you know now Coogler has a film that's up for Best Picture, and whether you know, there again, there are going to be people that um, argue whether they think it should be up for uh, Best Picture. Brett Easton Ellison, the writer, being one of the people who thinks it should not. He wrote a pretty, and uh, not scathing, but like he let his, you know. Which which uh, news publication did he write this in? I don't remember. I, I uh, It was a, a couple weeks ago that I saw he had um, it may have even been on like a blog of his. Uh, I could be wrong, so I apologize. But uh, Brett Easton Ellison wrote that he felt uh Black Panther was not one of the best, and I'm paraphrasing here, he felt like it was not one of the best pictures of the year, and the only reason it was up was because of the whole, um, you know, uh, um, Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's been going on. Um, And the way I put it is is there are personal feelings, and then you can look at just sort of like uh, what's on paper, right? And if you look at what's on paper, Black Panther is one of the highest grossing films of all time, right? It's like number three on the domestic list for uh, grossing. And it was also one of the highest rated films of 2018, right? It was, if you look at its Rotten Tomato score, it's in the 90s, I believe. Um, so if you're just looking at, on paper, Black Panther, why shouldn't it be up for Best Picture? Now, I personally think, I thought it was a fantastic film. Um would I have nominated it for Best Picture? Probably not. But that's just, you know, just me, you know, liking, you know, maybe 10 other films. But I did a top, I did actually a top 25 list this year, which I believe I posted on the 8 a.m. show. Yeah, and I was a little Facebook. disappointed because the Bronx Tale wasn't on, like, at least, you know, 12 of those slots. I know, man. You know, you just can't, you know, can't please them all, Jordan. But... I thought it was a fantastic film. And and when I saw it was nominated for Best Picture, I had no problem with it. Because it was one of those films where it's like, do I think, uh, say, it's better than Hereditary or uh, Annihilation or, you know, whatever other number of films I had ahead of it on my list? No. But do I think it's an awesome film? Hell yeah. And I have no problem with it being nominated. Um, but, you know, there are going to be people out there that have to speak their, <laughs> you know, speak their minds. And um, some people feel like it's, you know, um, 
only nominated because of, uh, you know, the African-American cast and the African-American filmmaker. And I feel like that's a bit of a slap to, a slap to the face of the people who worked on it because they ma- I think they made a well-crafted, like, fun, fantastic film. And it's like to just be like, oh, it's only, you know, being recognized because of the POC cast, I think is a little... <laughs> Uh, a little backwards. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think... So, I think Black Panther is one of the few movies that was both culturally impactful and, like, quality. Right. Um, I mean, I think there's actually a few Marvel movies that fall in that category, um, including uh, Infinity War. Right. But there was a... There was a there was a very smart, um, fundamental, um, cultural intelligence behind Black Panther that I think st- makes it stand out. Like you didn't just watch like an awesome movie, you know right. what I mean? Like you, you know, they really, in, they really included like the black experience right. and the complexities of what it means to be black in that movie as well. And I think, you know, they got a great, they got like the perfect director to do just that. I mean, Fruitvale Station, as depressing as it is, another fantastic movie that right. examines those issues, but in a very much more, you know, front center social justice way. So I think like that's the reason why um, that was like to me the elevating factor for something like Black Panther. Whereas, you know, like, I mean, listen, if it was about like box office hits and, you know, cultural relevance, I mean, like, yo, know, if that's the case, Transformers 1 should have probably got an Academy Award nomination. Not for Best Picture. <laughs> got like one for uh, for visual effects. Okay, but, yeah, right, yeah. Right, but, like, that's what I'm saying, is that if, like, we're measuring on that, then, like, right. I mean, like, Bird Box should also get a nomination, <laughs> right? Um, and because it's of our episode. Because of our episode. <laughs> no, if you think about it, though, I'm pretty sure more people probably watch Bird Box than they watch Roma. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially <laughs> after that episode. That's right. That's that's right, Atlant the Atlantic writers. <laughs> yeah. Word. Netflix get at us. <laughs> um, the Atlantic also get at us. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're just gonna look at it on paper, it's 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 nomination worthy, right? But then if you just if you look beyond that, like you're saying, like what that film has to being a comic book film, what that film has to say about the African especially specifically the African American experience, right? With uh Killmonger. Right, right. Um and it's funny because they had a big year, man. Like, I thought with Infinity War and Black Panther, I was like, how do they put out these two, like, sort of monumental, like, uh, comic book films in one year? Like, Marvel, like, <laughs> it's just, like, crazy to think about. But um, the way Ryan Coogler, you know, weaves in, like, he takes the Black Panther character that the comic book fans know, right? And he's going to give you all that like juicy goodness, you know, the cool costumes, you know, the cool sets. But to also weave in a story like Killmonger's where he's this you know, he was this kid from, you know, he didn't even know his past, but he's a kid from Africa who's like now growing up in right. LA you know, in the slums and like that's the life he knows. Is it LA or Oakland? Uh, I think it's Oakland, Oakland actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, was always giving nods. Right, 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 right. That's right. It's Oakland. Oakland. Um, but um, to like weave that in as the backstory to their villain, I think 
I thought was great. And that's why I think another thing Marvel achieved this year was having two of the greatest, like, I think, comic book villains we've ever seen. Right. Thanos and Killmonger are fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic villains. Like, well thought out, developed characters, you know? Right. Uh, which is, you know, hard to find sometimes in, in uh, comic book films, Marvel included. Like, as many films as theirs that I liked, sometimes the villains are a little weak. Yeah, the um, villain in the first Thor was oof. kind of a dispos- <laughs> pretty disposable villain. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, to just uh, just what they've sort of achieved on a bunch of different levels is <clears throat> kind of crazy. And I think when you see here a guy like Brett Easton Ellison just saying, you know, sputtering out like the oh, you know, it was only nominated because of uh, the POC, uh, or POC, but yeah, uh, African American cast and and director, like it's such so short sighted. It's like. One, it just kind of proves that he doesn't really know what he's talking about, right? He doesn't know sort of the history behind the comic book and the character. But I'm, I'm kind of like, did you see the movie you're talking about? <laughs> because if you see some of the things they did... And again, this is not even a film I thought was the best film of the year. But it was like I can still see that film and understand its merit, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree, man. Um, I think for me, it's just I hope moving forward... Like... Moving forward, I want to see more movies that can 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 straddle that line. Right, it's really hard. It is hard. It's really hard. That, Black Panther happened to be like the perfect material yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah, uh, because it, it, is it has its moments that are a little weak too. You know, some- it, it's not a perfect film. I think the end's a little weak. There's there's issues I have with the film, but. You can say that about tons of Oscar-nominated films, tons of Oscar-winning, like Best Picture-winning films. Right, so, right. like, what what does that mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Chicago won Best Picture. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry, Chicago fans. <laughs> but <laughs> um, oh, Crash! Remember Crash won one. Crash won Best Picture, which isn't even a film I hate. I, I think I've even said it on this podcast. But Crash gets so much hate. <laughs> Is it best picture? Absolutely not. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad it's, movie. It's okay. it's but okay. it's funny because in a lot of ways, if Black Panther kind of rectifies the wrongs of something like Crash. Right. Because like Crash, if you really put on the, if you put it under the right microscope, it's really. I forgot the director's name. He was like a Scientologist. Oh yeah, uh, Paul Haggis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, Paul, Paul Haggis. Yeah, I met I met him once after a screening of his film, In the Valley of Allah, which I actually didn't hate, but um, he was kind of a prick. Right, <laughs> and so he he um, it's a movie that's kind of about race. No, it is a movie about race. Yeah, but from written from a very white perspective. Oh yeah, and it's almost like and at the time it was heralded as like as a very deep and passionate movie. But I think you know, uh, there's like the woke motherfuckers <laughs> and then the super the super woke motherfuckers. The super woke motherfuckers like nah, it's not like that. Shit's like not. It's a it's a white man trying to um, expound upon like uh, race when he doesn't know knows nothing about it and. To be fair, like, you know, I don't entirely believe that, <laughs> but the critique though is very apparent in the movie though if you if you watch it because um it's even there's some dialogue in it that even to this day is a little uh contrived. Right. Um and you and it's not even just about like race or whatnot, you just have to be you, you basically kind of expose the fact you're probably not from that world. And you're trying to write from that perspective. And the scene I'm thinking of is this uh, argument between um, 
I think it was Lorenz Tate and Ludacris. <laughs> and there's this part where Ludacris is just like, why do you think they put the windows on buses so big? Why do you think they, the, why do you think they do they do that? Like because to embarrass like the the poor people that have to ride them every day. And I remember my roommate at the time looked at me and was like, yo, that's just so ignorant. Like, like what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like this, some of this dialogue is kind of like bugging me out. And then uh, even like the cop who like kind of like uh, he goes from like really. He's kind of like a a, a a wallflower who wants to think the best of everyone, and like within a span of like a few hours, he's like, like, like he's like a, he's an aggressive LAPD cop, and like there's all these like contrived moments that um, and don't get me wrong, there's some like meaningful moments in it too, but at the end of the day, like this guy was writing one of these uh, um, I forgot the exact uh, terminology, but it's like that kind of like you know interconnected storyline movie and you know you kind of forget about the actual racial elements of it so that said as much as i may have turned you on or turned you off from watching crash you should really watch black panther if you haven't <laughs> i bet brad east and allison loved crash yeah right <laughs> um it's funny I'm, i was <laughs> listening to you talk about that i was like jordan had to have like recently watched it on nah you know what it is you know it's funny I actually haven't but I remember having that conversation with my roommate and him just right. looking at me like who the hell says that and I was like looking at him like I don't know I mean, in my head I'm like why would anyone write that into a movie <laughs> you know to embarrass the, the poor people who have to ride it every day and who are they mostly people of color like you know, no one really wants to take the bus to work, you know. I mean? it's like, <laughs> That's just like gives you an insight into Paul Haggis' mind. Yeah, but like, buses are usually made that way they're just pretty standard uh, <laughs> i mean you want to talk about embarrassing like like cheese buses i mean i'm pr- surprised that's not an industry that's been disrupted by like better buses it's funny because like every once in a while you'll see a new cheese bus and you're like they make new ones yeah, and they're gonna smell like uh like like cheeseburger grease and and <laughs> like hormones <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of hormones by like in like a span of like two years <laughs> um yeah i mean it went one best picture i was kind of shocked but again i think it's i don't i don't think it's great i don't think it's awful i think it kind of gets villainized because of one best picture so like everybody wants yeah, to hate yeah. it now and i'm just kind of like eh, it is what it is yeah i think my, but my, you're right that scene is pretty pretty ridiculous yeah i think my thing with Crash was that um, it's not as deep as like it was like made out to be, and it's not as um bad as like it's not unwatchable. You know what I mean? It's, right. not, it's not unwatchable. The thing is, is it's, it's like those, it's those super woke motherfuckers that make, <laughs> right. that make unwatchable. Right. You know what I mean? But it's one of those films that like made pe- some people have like the awakening. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is so like it, it. It's opened my eyes. But then to most of us, it was like. Man, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. We know half this stuff, or half this stuff is nonsense. Yeah, if you want to, awo- right. if you want to awaken me, you'll have Ludacris be a cop in it. That would awaken. That would, then I'd be like, Yo, this guy can really. This guy can. He's a cop now. <laughs> Ludacris you know? is a cop. You know what I mean? And then make like I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> Matt Dillon, a, a, a street thug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I actually like Matt Dillon. I mean, he's in one of probably like the funniest roles like I've ever seen, which is the character he plays in uh, There's Something About Mary. Like to this day, like brings me to tears. His performance in that movie brings me to tears. It's, it's hysterical. Um, 
Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, Black Panther, man, one, it's awesome to see, like, a comic book movie. Yeah, that's for me, like, I'm... Because I'm like, films are films, man. Like, doesn't matter what genre, whether it be, and I love genre films, right? It doesn't matter whether it be horror, sci-fi, comic book. If it's a good movie, a great movie, it should be recognized. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, because you you put yourself in a genre and then all of a sudden that's going to exclude you from, like, any kind of awards recognition, I think is absurd. Yeah. There are horror films that I can tell you totally should have been nominated for awards that get first actually this year hereditary right. hereditary should have been up for best picture and not only that tony collette should be up for best actress because she is phenomenal in it hands down my favorite performance her and like olivia coleman for the favorite who is nominated are like my top two of the year they're like amazing performances and hereditary got no recognition whatsoever right, right. like it's it's ridiculous so you know what Good for you, Black Panther. I'm glad you got the nomination. Well deserved. Yeah. I think the whole, I I think outside of not just, um, you know, POC and ally communities. Yeah, I use the word ally, but, you know, (laughs) I'm still a liberal. I I shop at Old Navy. Um, (laughs) I was looking at those pants. I I thought those were Old Navy. (laughs) Um, I... I think that plus the comic book community is kind of looking at this like, hey, this is this might be some the validation that we were looking for for a very long time. Right. I mean, look, like, look, look at all the other transgressions that the Oscars have have made, and I and I hate to use transgressions in such like a, um, I guess like in a in a, in a not not in a very like you know horrendous and like a, not in a horrendous way, but the transgressions for in in terms of how we always looked at like movies that were pop cultural touchstones. Right. Look, Star Wars never really got the just it's just due. No. It right. was up for best picture, but it should have won, didn't and then the other film, the other Star Wars let's just say maybe not Jedi. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like Empire Strikes Back, no recognition. Right, no recognition, right? right? Um look at I mean like uh, even even comic book movies as a whole have always been kind of looked at in a certain way. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like but, we can't validate Transformers. I get it. But dude, if you even look about, we did the dude, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, Dark Knight exactly. Got Dark no Knight, recognition. no recognition, and no. it's considered one of the greatest. Not, not. It's it's a great movie in general, but it's also considered like one of the greatest comic book movie, movies yeah, ever, ever made, made, right? Like right. a touchstone in the genre, right? Yeah. So like, right. And then even look at look look at what's transpired in the last few years as far as like uh, movies with uh, like you know like a mostly black cast, right? Like Moonlight one and you almost forget that it that it won because because of the whole whole, (laughs) craziness right then you also have um 12 years of slave which also was controversial because i mean there were like several movies about you know that period of um of that period of american history that are like they're difficult to um you know it it was very difficult to watch and it's a it's a brilliant film it's a a well it's a well-made film um it, it is tough to watch though and you know, you look at it like now, like I mean, you know, you know, even even with the accolades that it did um, manage to uh, to to get, like right. you know, it's it's not a movie that's like it's 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 a, it's not really like a celebrated film in that right. regard. It's uh, it's funny because yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. I feel like some people even forget that it won Best Picture. Yeah, and I'm like. It's, it was a great movie, and I love Steve McQueen, the director. I think yeah. it's fantastic. He actually had uh, Widows out this yeah, year, which yeah. I really liked. Um, but it's it's weird. It's like 
people forget about it. And then it's like you said, even some people kind of forget about Moonlight winning, even though it'll always have the whole, you know, switch up at the Oscars, you know, with yeah. the cards that in La La Land, that'll kind of like, I guess, make you forget that it won Best Picture, but it'll also always be like, oh, that's that movie that had the, you exactly. know. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, like, um, remember that year, I think was it, was it, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, one as supporting actor for Django Unchained. Oh, uh, Christoph Waltz. Right. And, you know, it was like, granted, like, you know, he was like a star in the film, but, you know, it's like a white guy won for a movie that was mostly about, <laughs> <laughs> about like slavery. Right. right. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I think he deserved it, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, he, was right. a, he was a good, he had a, a role in it. I don't get me wrong, but I mean, he's, he's great. Man. He's great. In it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's great in all those Tarantino, all the Tarantino. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's won two Oscars for you know. two Tarantino films, but right. it's true. He won for playing a Nazi and one of the few, not few, but like, a white guy in a movie about slavery. Right. <laughs> so I mean, like, uh, my thing is like, if if Brett Easton Ellison, if you had no problems with that, but you have a problem with with uh, you know Wakanda, <laughs> or and and Wakanda doing big things, I think maybe you are the problem. Dogs, <laughs> you want to know what the and then uh, so in, <laughs> well said, Jordan. Uh, but then there, uh, so I was reading the article, and he, uh, Brett Easton Ellison, actually came on the fire a few years back because when Hurt Locker won, he said it only won because uh, Catherine Bigelow was a hot director, like a hot woman director, and I was like. Yo, this dude just doesn't know how to quit, man. What an asshole. <laughs> I feel like Hurt Locker is also one of those films that kind of gets a lot of hate. And I actually was not, again, didn't think it was the best picture that year. But when it won, I had no, absolutely no problems. I actually really enjoyed Hurt Locker. Um, and I thought she did a phenomenal job with that film. Right. right. Big um, so anyway, to conclude, you know. Uh, much love to to Black Panther, man. Like uh, I think uh, every all that sort of accolades it's gotten throughout the year are well deserved. Again, not my favorite film of the year, but I have no problem with with it being recognized. And you know, we'll see what happens come uh, Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I think that's another one in the bag. Yep. Um, Shifters shift out. It's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m.